cut it there. Cut, 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 cut. And cut. 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 Terrific. Cut. And cut. Cut. Let's try it again. Cut. And cut. 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 Check the gate. Cut it. Cut. 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 Welcome to Cut, just another movie podcast. I'm Annie. I'm Angie. And we're two siblings that love movies. We're back. It's been months since you've heard from us. I believe the last podcast that we did was on the uh, crazy Oscars. Uh, but now we're back, better than ever. We're going to do a review of a movie that's came out literally tonight. Um, right? There's so- an end. It's actually not even out. It comes out in 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Or if you're in the theater, you probably saw it already. You're probably watching it, it right like now six. as we speak. But before we get into this review, I want to go over our YouTube channel because we do a simulcast. We do obviously an audio podcast. We also do a video podcast on YouTube. Search Cut Movie Pod and you should be able to find us. And again, like, subscribe, comment, all of that stuff helps the algorithm. And helps our stuff to be seen. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the review. So what movie are we reviewing, Angie? Much like last year when we reviewed Halloween Kills, the sequel to David Gordon Green's Halloween trilogy. Tonight we're doing Halloween Ends, the last one. Hopefully. Supposedly. But yeah, we're doing Halloween Ends, and uh, we were lucky enough to get tickets to go see it at Beyond Fest. If you've heard or seen our podcast, you know how much praise we have for Beyond Fest. It's an annual film festival in LA, and it's around spooky season, so October. And they usually do movies that are horror-esque, thriller-esque, but also, like this year, they did uh, IMAX, uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. They did Gravity in 3D. They did Triple R. Dunkirk, Triple R, yes. Um, and so it's kind of like an eclectic kind of, you know, mashup of movies. And this year is their 10-year anniversary. So it's awesome for Beyond Fest to have existed, especially through COVID and the pandemic. Um, and it's always a lot of fun, you know. And this screening was no different. Uh, like last year, uh, you know hosts come out and like they throw beach balls and like they have this cool they show teasers of all the films that are in the lineup and then they do like a mashup of just like crazy scenes from different movies and get the 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 crowd going and introduce the film and all that um and uh it was packed you know theater was packed to the brim Everyone's excited to see the conclusion of how Michael Myers story may end or not or you know Lori Strode, what's going to happen to her? And uh, Angie, what did you think? Well, I was just excited to see it because, like you said, seeing a movie with a Beyond Fest crowd, even if it's a you know bad movie, is always really fun because you get people participating and you get people cheering and you get freebies, like we got t-shirts. Um, so that part of Beyond Fest, I really like, and that's why I was really excited, especially for this one, because it was the end. Like, it's the last movie, as far as we know. And I was excited to see it because, you know, I'm a huge fan of the genre. I love seeing these movies, even if, you know, they're good or they're bad or whatever. Just It's always just a really fun experience just being there, watching it with other people, especially for the first time, because it was the world premiere. So I was excited to see it. Um, did I like it? I don't know. I, I liked it more than Halloween Kills, for sure. Okay. Because Halloween Kills was just a disaster for me. Like, just like beginning to end was just, yeah. 
Well, except for the firefighter scene. That was cool. And I think with this one, I kind of just went into it expect with no expectations because I was like, if I set them too high, then I'm going to be upset. But then if, yeah, so I was just, I kind of just went in it being like, I'm just going to watch it and then whatever happens, happens. And I think they took a really huge risk with this one and I don't think it worked. Like I was talking about it yesterday and I was saying, I wish this movie would have been the second one in the trilogy and then still have there be another movie. Because it kind of felt like, I don't know, like incomplete a little bit, even though like the ending, you get like an ending, but the whole everything leading up to it felt like it could have been the middle part of the trilogy. Right. And then just like tack on the ending to like another movie that would be the end one. So that, I don't think the risk worked in the, the ending of the trilogy. I think it would have worked better as like the middle of it. We're being very cryptic right now because the first half of the pod is going to be spoiler free. So if you haven't watched it or plan to watch it, you can listen to that part and then we'll give you an alert we'll do we were our trend is to do like a sound effect i think like last time it was like celery cutting so like stabby sounds <laughs> so i don't i don't know what we're gonna do this time around but we'll let you know when the spoiler um part of the podcast uh begins i i had mixed feelings going into it because like you halloween kills i didn't really enjoy it felt like a mixed bag of things and it felt like a bunch of ideas sort of um, marinating, but the execution wasn't really there. And then one of the things that you and I talked about is like how Lori's daughter played by um, Judy Greer. Judy Greer. We had completely forgotten about that she like died in it. Yeah. And that's literally, and I rewatched Halloween Kills earlier today, kind of like a Cliff's Notes, just yeah. like to see what I would remember of it. That's the last fucking scene in the movie. She goes up to Mike's Myers, <laughs> uh, uh, to the top floor. Yeah. And she's kind of can feel like Mike Myers presence and, and, and all that. And this is like after Michael Myers just kind of want a wall and all the protesters and, and the, or the people yeah, like that are like out to, to get him. Dead. Right. Yeah. This is after he kills everyone. And then, uh, her daughter's like downstairs and like there's, there's people downstairs and she kind of looks out the window and it's like one of the like jump scares is that he's like right behind her and then just stabs her to, to death. And that's, and then it's just a shot of Michael Myers and then it just says Halloween kills. And then the yeah, I, don't remember that at all. I did not remember that at all. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where it wasn't very memorable. And, um, and especially we talked about this earlier too. I I really enjoyed Halloween 2018. I did too. I thought it was like a great restart. You know, if they were going to negate all the other sequels and go from the 78 Halloween to like the 2018 one, I thought it was like really well done. And just the setup that Michael Myers was just like very ubiquitous, like scary character. I thought they did a really good job with that. And then with Halloween Kills, it was like, I get that he's trying to be that they, you know, there's a lot of um, exposition where uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is like, he's like more than human. And like, you know, he can't be killed by conventional things and all these other things. But as we're going to find out in Hollywood ends, he kind of is human yeah, because of how he ends up. That's the thing that's sort of like a mixed bag of like, so is he supposed to be paranormal? Is he human? Is he like both? 
Um, is it because Lori had to like confront him at the end of Hollywoods and she's the one that dictates like his fate well, because of their even, connection? Even before they have like their final showdown, like when we find Mike Myers in Halloween ends, he's like, I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but he's just like a man, you know? And then like with like the way they kind of twisted the whole Mike Myers, the shape thing, it was just kind of, I feel like OG fans of like Halloween and like Mike Myers are going to really hate what they did with like the whole thing I'll talk about later. <clears throat> just because of how we find Mike Myers and you're just like, this is Mike this, Myers. So like, it's a, like a Luke Skywalker hello? thing. Yeah, except that was good. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking of that kind of like midway. The fanboys are because I was be like, all oh, people are gonna hate this, and I was like, wait, wait, am, am I liking this because people are gonna hate it? But no, I didn't. I didn't. I I don't think it worked in the way that it worked with like the Last Jedi, you know. And I think it's such a like dramatic shift to where. At, like I said, at the end of Halloween Kills, he he's he's like kind of reborn and like shown to be a badass that like can't be destroyed. Yeah. And then in Halloween and Halloween ends, the first time that you see him, you're like, like that's you what said, I'm saying. Like, he's living where? Yeah. And he's like <laughs> he's doing with what? other people. Yeah. And, but they're not the people that you would expect. And and I there's a narrative to it. So maybe we should backtrack a little bit to like the beginning of the. Did you expect Halloween ends to start the way that it did? To their credit, that was so good. That's my favorite part of the movie. The opening was so, and it like, it set the bar so high for me that I was just like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then like, it just kind of fell flat and just like, you And know? to me, that was the best kill of the whole movie. Like yeah. within the first five minutes of yeah. Halloween ends, if you're, oh, and that's the thing. If you're looking for the kills to be as dramatic as Halloween kills in, in Halloween 2018, it doesn't even come close. Yeah. Like, especially rewatching Halloween kills mm -hmm. and I get it. It's in the title. So you got to like amp it up, but I was really disappointed in, in the kills in, in Halloween ends. I thought like, dude, you, this is it. You're yeah. going to go for it. And it was like, eh, like yeah. they were all right. Um, but yeah, the beginning sequence that sets up the whole narrative. Of, it's really good. It's really good. And then it sort of just kind of like goes downhill from there. And, and um, you would think that, it would be Mike Myers, Michael Myers and, and Lori, the focus, but it kind of segues. And I think that's what you're talking about with mm -hmm. like the risks that they took. Yeah. That didn't really pay off. I thought the same thing too, where it had potential, but then it just sort of flatlines and then you get caught up in another Star Wars reference where I, I'll say it later, but it just reminded me of a master and an apprentice. And yeah. Like, what's happening? Are we, is there a transfer of, energy mm -hmm. or or evil you know in, in the movie and um and then it just ends up kind of back in the same place you know by by the end of the movie um did you feel like th there was like lack of lori in the movie well no i did well especially because in halloween kills she's barely even in that because she's in the hospital injured, the whole time yeah. and so i thought this one was just like you said just gonna be lori and michael myers and so that weird kind of storyline that you end up having with Lori's granddaughter, Allison, it kind of like, I don't know, it kind of like got in the way. And that's why I said, I was like, I feel like this should have been the second movie 
That way in the third movie, it could have been all about Lori and Mike Myers. Right. That was the other thing too, is like the ending. So like crowd reaction, like we talked about Beyond Fest, how like usually like people will like give it up. Like the mo- the other movie that we're going to do a podcast on, people were like going nuts. Do people were alive? I, for, don't, I laughed so much throughout that movie. For moments. And yeah. so if it's a genuinely good moment, like that crowd will give it up to you. I can't, re- there was maybe two other moments throughout Hollywood Ends where people but even then it was not like... Well, it was definitely the beginning that yeah, people cheered the loudest that was, for. That was the, the big moment. But then after that, like, there were moments, I think, where, like, towards the end where, like, it's, like, Laurie and, and Michael Myers yeah. and, and shit happens. And and they were like, yeah, but it wasn't very enthusiastic. And the, the ending of the movie, it kind of just, like, I felt like the room felt like that's it. It was just, like, like deflated. The, Everyone was just, like... Yeah, it it felt like the conclusion wasn't enough. And yeah. especially for like, car, I thought the hardcores would at least like give it up. But it was like kind of more like, yeah, yay, it's done. And it was very kind of like a customary applause rather than like real enthusiasm. I thought about this like a few times throughout the movie. I was like, this reminds me of Grease 2. Oh yeah, with the, the and bike. Talk, yeah, with yeah. like the bike and like the scenes with them on the bike. I was like, what? It did remind me of Grease too, but it, then it also just reminded me of like 70s, 80s movies where like bike culture was really big. Yeah. Obviously there's a character um, who, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> Maybe I should get, I'll get into it later. But yeah. So after you watch the beginning of the film, you realize that the story arc isn't really going to revolve primarily about, um, you know, Laurie and, and Michael Myers. There's a new character that's kind of brought in and he sort of, he becomes the love interest of Laurie's granddaughter, Allison. And there's kind of like a, like I said, like seventies, eighties biker movies where yeah. like, it's like the, the noob, the kind of the nerd and, and, and all this. And he has to like, come to his own and and whatever and so that's when you talk about Greece too i mean it reminded yeah. me of of sandy's cousin totally who's going to going after michelle Pfeiffer. michael yeah yeah cool writer i really miss judy greer's character i did too um when i realized that she was actually dead i was like oh no <laughs> yeah not only because she's like a great actress and it's a pretty good ensemble cast like everyone's casted really well and everyone performs really well but after re-watching Halloween uh, Kills, her character, I think, just sort of embodied a lot of, like, the mystery with Michael Myers and kind of tying the 70s with the modern time. She was, like, kind of the bridge. And even though, like, Lori... Because, like we said, Lori gets kind of pushed to the side in Halloween Kills because, like, she's injured. And mm-hmm. obviously there's a bond with her and um, Officer Hawkins, played by uh, Will Patton. Um, and he's in Hollywood ends as well, but also he is like very minimal time, you know? Yeah. Um, he's kind of like in the beginning, <laughs> beginning a little bit. In the he middle, just like randomly shows up. Yeah. Her character, or I guess the way Judy Greer played Karen was kind of like, felt like the only like real character out of all of them, because you have like Allison, who's kind of like, you know, the teenage girl in like the early 2000s slasher movie. And then you have Lori, who's like the original final girl. And then even <clears throat> Will Patton's character is like the cop that's like in the. So everyone's kind of playing these like tropey horror characters. But I feel like Judy Greer's Karen was like the only 
like I almost want to say kind of like the audience. The like she felt like one. the most grounded yeah. one. Yeah. And I guess the most relatable out of all of them. And she had to like, she's the only one that's motherly, you yeah. know, because she's like trying to, she's like doing double duty where she's like trying to, you know, raise her teenage daughter and then is like dealing with like yeah. her mother's trauma, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, from this like killer. And yeah. And then I remember that scene in, in Hollywood uh, kills where she's like, the only one that's like, that's not Michael Myers with the other guy that escaped. Yeah. And she genuinely tries to help him. And then he ends up, you know, jumping off the building and, and, uh, and all of that. So what do you, what do you think about the last quarter of the movie, the, the ending? I mean, I guess <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, there was a way that I wanted it to end because it was the only way I felt like it should end if it's really ending. But the way that it actually ended leads me to believe that it's not ending, if that makes any sense. And I didn't really, I don't know. It was just kind of flat. Like the final scene, I was like, okay. Yeah. The, there's obviously kind of a spoiler, but not really. But if you follow the series and like follow movies, like there's obviously a battle, like I said, with, um, with uh, Lori, or Lori and, uh, and Michael Myers. And then there's another scene that kind of takes it back to Halloween Kills. But then it sort of leaves me with like, how can he, if they are going to make more, how's that possible? It's Michael Myers. Like, <laughs> there's like no physical <laughs> way. Um that it's possible. They could but do. Wait, but which leads me to that Star Wars thing of like, was there a transfer of power that happens? There is there. Well, there's not because, well, I'll say it later, but there's not. <laughs> I know, but it's not the first time that we've seen people die and then like come back. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I had, so my theory was that, and even like after seeing the, the Halloween 2018, because I think the last scene is they're in the back of the truck. Yeah. And after then they've, Allison like, I think Lori's has like stabbed. the knife. Yeah. And it's a shot of her holding it and then it cuts. I thought Allison was going to yeah. become the new Michael Myers. So yeah, the ending to me felt really flat. And like I said, the way that the crowd responded yeah. kind of felt like I, I wasn't alone in that. And it, even if it does come back, it it's going to have to be some weird there's gonna be some weird like either retconning or they're gonna have to do some weird like witchcraft thing yeah, I don't, some, or some, it's gonna be like halloween three season of the witch so it doesn't even have to do with mike myers right and it's gonna be some you know some other thing so it's like the expanded universe like, yeah that's in, it's in the world but it's just right. completely different characters and completely different you know bad guys okay i think we tiptoed <laughs> enough and we're about to enter the spoiler part of the pod. So what sound should we do? What's um, the cue? I would say you could do the Halloween, the sound when Mike Myers is near, but I don't know if that's copywritten. The, what do you mean? Like the... The little piano keys. Oh, that's definitely copyright. John Carpenter would come <laughs> after us. It's two seconds. Okay. I don't know. Do some more chopping sounds. Okay. And here we go. Entering the spoiler part of the pod okay 
So do you want to start? Boy. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to them or I guess like the difference between this and the first two Mike Myers movies and why I think Mike Myers fans aren't going to like it is that we hardly get any of Michael Myers in this movie. Right. Or, you know, Cause get, do you want to tell him where he's like been living? Okay. He's been living in like a sewer. Like when we, when we see him, he's in a sewer and like, he's kind of a troll, like, a yeah. Literal and there's troll. like a hobo that lives with him, right. but like, and knows that he's there. And yeah, he's just kind of like lives in the sewer. Yeah. He's like underground and like a recluse and doesn't seem like he's been killing <laughs> no anyone in, a, in like a year. So that, that was weird to see. And then we get this new character, Corey Cunningham, who ends up being Allison's love interest. But in the beginning, that scene that we were talking about, that's really, really good. He's like a babysitter and accidentally ends up killing a kid. The way that it's like set up is, is kind of brilliant because yeah. it plays on. And this is the thing that I did like about the, the new trilogy is how they play on the legend and like I remember with Big John and Little John how they like that they're so scaring good. kids. I love that with like oh like that's Michael Myers. How's yeah? Did you, did you hear what happened? Um, so it's a throwback to that where like the he's babysitting this little bratty kid and the little kid is the one that brings it up, right? About yeah, Michael he's like Myers. you're the babysitter and he yeah. only kills babysitters. And and uh, what was his name? Corey. Corey. <laughs> he kind of plays your typical like nerdy like insecure adolescent and so he the the little kids really kind of like bullying him you know kind of like he's being a brat yeah and then um he goes into the kitchen and then he hears like a uh like the kid like oh like something's happening to me come like check me out and they go to the attic and like the little kid is playing a prank on him and he locks uh cunningham in the in the attic and he's trying to break through. And right as his parents, the little kid's parents are coming home, he like breaks through and hits the door so hard. And the, the, the little kid is on the other side. And so he like hits the door so hard with his leg that like the little kid, oh, they're on the, in the, like the third floor. Balcony, oh yeah. The yeah. third floor. He like flies off and just smashes <laughs> on the ground. And that's when the car was like, what the fuck? That was really good. That was, that was really brilliant. I yeah. really wish that the rest of the movie had been that way because it was just disappointing to see where it went from there and so after this Corey becomes kind of like the black sheep of the town because he goes to court for this he gets acquitted you know all this stuff but there's still kind of like the story of Corey being the guy that killed the kid so he's in a way like the new michael myers yeah because he's ostracized and he's like a loner and you know yada yada whatever but I feel like the thing that I found the least believable of this whole thing is the fact that he gets bullied by band kids. Yes. Like as band kids, like I wanted to turn to you in that scene and be like, is this a Gen Z thing? Are band kids now like are they the baddies? Mean now? <laughs> Please comment in the comments. Because they the were comments. the band kids were like the jocks would have been. Like they're like assholes. Yeah. And like one of them still wearing their like marching band uniform yeah. and the main guy's like this like super asshole like in a letterman's jacket and um cunningham is working at a gas station and they're like hey can you like what what do they say oh to buy him beer oh yeah because he's older yeah these band kids are bullying an older man basically 
And they're like, yeah, man, we got to go to the football game, like, like chop, chop and all this. And like, this would never happen in real life again, unless something happened and like, please reach out if there's like anything. I doubt it. But yeah, that scene was ridiculous. And I wanted to turn over his fellow band kids and be like, what the hell is happening? So Corey gets bullied and like, you know, he's ostracized. Everyone in the town thinks he killed this kid, even though he got off. And that kind of snowballs into him getting angry and building this anger. And then he ends up stumbling on Mike Myers. How does well, he? The band kids in the overpass where Michael Oh, Myers, they dump, they beat him up they and dump beat him. beat him up. Yeah. And they dump him on the thing and he ends up like underground where there's like an old homeless man. Yeah. And then magically he stumbles onto Michael Myers. And then there's, here's Who doesn't this, kill him. Here's the scene where it, it was total like borderline Star Wars to me. Cause like, is it Michael Myers that grabs him by the neck? Yeah. yeah. He's like and about to kill him. It's like he, tra- there's he like, like a flashback. He sees like, all the, yeah. the murders that Michael Myers has done. And like, so it's like he's transferring his evil to, to Cunningham. But then also Mike Myers sees what happened to Corey. Right. Like he like sees how he was like falsely accused and how he's angry and blah. And then he decides not to kill him. So it's like a Ren and Kyla moment. And then it, it somehow Mike Myers is just like, okay. And like, lets him go. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's what bothered me too. Is that like, after that, like Corey and Mike Myers have this like relationship, like this apprentice Padawan master relationship. And Mike Myers doesn't kill him like at all. Like that's stupid. Yeah. Like Mike Myers would have just killed him. But I mean, that sets up the whole, uh, Allison falling in love with, who she thinks is this kind of like yeah. quiet, shy, you know, uh, hurt pigeon. He needs to fix him. <laughs> um, basically. Yeah. And so that they play on that trope. And then obviously the audience figures out that like, no, she can't fall for the bad guy. Yeah. And, you know, for and the then bad you have, kid. you have, you know, the parallels between Lori and Michael and Allison and right. Corey. Right. And then Corey just starts adopting the shape. And killing people. Yeah. And then he like, he becomes like the new Michael Myers for a bit. Yeah. Because he takes Michael Myers mass at one point. Yeah. He's like, give me your mask. Yeah. And like kind of leaves him. Yeah. Massless. And now Which he's. Because Corey kind of like kicks his ass for a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, Michael Myers wouldn't let him like kick his ass. Are you right. kidding me? Right. He's just like this hurt old man yeah. now. Like. As all this is happening, I'm thinking like, this is it. This is going to be like the setup for another trilogy. Like the passing of the torch. Which is what I thought too. And, you know, Laurie's going to kill the old Michael Myers. And then Cunningham's going to take, you know, he's going to get fucked up, but then live. So in the midst of this transformation of like Corey from this like shy boy who gets bullied by band kids to like this the new shape who kills who kills the band kids spoiler alert he gets like a motorcycle and then like it's very like i was mentioning earlier it's very grease too because he works at like the auto body shop was where dad his dad and his dad's like hey kid like here's this bike like do you want it like i figured you should have it and he like fixes the bike up and then like he picks up allison and they have this weird like montage where they're like riding on the bike and and it she's was, like oh he's so cool it was very greased yeah. too like very yeah. very greased too so there's a moment where Lori finds out that she that allison's hanging out with this boy and, and in the beginning she's very enthusiastic and is like oh like 
you know, when are you going out? Like, oh, he's so cute. Like yada, she kind of sets them up. Right. And um, and then Lori and I think it's she's with Officer Hawkins are at a bar. And then they meet the dad of the little boy that Cunningham was babysitting for and accidentally killed. And he's all disheveled. And he tells him a story of how she saw or he saw Cunningham walking after his transformation from you know, shy kid to like the new Michael Myers. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, his eyes, you know, like the night that like my son got killed, I knew that it wasn't him because he looked very innocent. But when I saw him walking um, where uh, Michael Myers was hanging out, uh, that his eyes like look pure evil. And that's when like Lori's like, oh, I need to like break up my granddaughter and, and this new boy. This boy. And this leads into um, this like showdown. and. She finds um, Cunningham and basically like says like, you got to stay away from my and daughter. he's like back at the house where the kid died. Yeah. He's like sleeping there. Yeah. He kind of goes back and is like reminiscing or whatever, but he's in his bad state now. So like he doesn't give a shit. And then Lori's like, stay away from my daughter. And he basically does what the little boy did to him um, where he makes it look like Lori stabbed him slid, slid his throat Killed him because he said he has this line where and he says it twice where he's like if if i can't have allison can, yeah. that no one and so he slits his throat right in front of Lori, and he just like collapses and then Lori, in the moment that she goes down to grab the knife allison in comes allison up. and she's like no yeah and she's like devastated allison's devastated and then um uh Lori like claims you know what happened and then that's when like michael myers shows up right Corey shows up as michael myers because you have this whole right. backtracking a little bit you have this whole sequence where she's like where laurie's at the house and she's writing memoirs that's like a part of this movie that's is that she's writing her like laurie strode memoirs and there's like this weird narration that doesn't really work at least i didn't think it worked um, I, I didn't really like that whole bit of just like, she's writing her memoirs. Yeah. Like, and I feel whatever. like that's like a, a thing that happened in, in like in Halloween kills where there was like too much, like, like weird exposition, exposition and like narration yeah. that didn't need to be there because you're seeing the thing that's happening. Yeah. So like, why are we needing to hear it again? Yeah. You know, and so she's, she's writing her memoirs and she's at the house alone. She, Grabs a gun. She grabs like a fifth of whiskey and she calls 911 and is like, I like to report a suicide. And then they're like, okay. And she gives them the address. And as soon as that happens, someone comes in and we see it's Mike Myers, but we know it's not Mike Myers. It's Corey. And he shows up and she kind of like flips the tables and is like, yeah, right. Like I would really commit suicide. And then like shoots him a bunch of times. That And that got a little too. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And then. Yeah, from there, like he ends up falling down the stairs and she ends up unmasking him and realizing that it's not really Michael Myers. It's just fucking Corey. And that's when he ends up killing himself. And then actual Mike Myers comes. Um, but before that, we do get a few cool scenes of Corey and Mike Myers like working together and like killing people, which I thought was kind of cute. Um, but yeah, once this happens, then we get like the final showdown with Lori and Mike Myers, which I didn't even think was that good. Like I felt like no, the, all of this lead up was just like the choreography wasn't that great, and um, and I know they're like old, <laughs> like being up, right. Like human beings or whatever. But here's the thing: so like, 
Lori like basically stabs him and like nails him to like this kitchen <laughs> yeah. counter. And now he's like immobile. And then to really like kill him off, she like shanks him in the side and like he just starts bleeding everywhere. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like how many times did he get shot in yeah. like Halloween kills and like by the that mob scene? And yeah. like and so that's what I'm saying. Like, is it was it Lori that had to do it? And does she have this like magical force, you know, um, to kill Michael Myers? She ends up putting two knives, one knife through each of his hands, you know, and then she stabs him in the side and he ends up getting free with one hand and ends up like choking her. Right. And so she's like about to die. And, and then, then Allison. Allison comes in and like fucks him up. And, and then yeah. Allison says, like, I'm not going to let the same thing happen to you. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's sort of they're like, OK, now we need to finish the job, basically. And that they, was so weird to me. Yeah. The weird, like, Jesus almost like they're just like pushing his body. Like they take him in a parade, first of all. Right. On the hood of a car. Yeah. They just like strap him in and they're and like, oh, mob let's mentality go. again, you know, from the second <laughs> yeah. one. And then they kind of just like the whole mob gathers and they kind of like carry him up to this like it's where junkyard metal crusher thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like where you like, it reminded me of those like wood shedders that like, where you like put like wood, like Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. But this is just like for metal. Yeah. And they just throw his body and he gets fucking destroyed. Yeah. Like you see his like brain. He's like, yeah. And it's like head crushed. I kind and- of thought, it would have been kind of funny if like in the last moment as he's like going in the thing, he would like grab Lori and like take her down with yeah. him. That would have been cool to me. Yeah. Like I wanted Lori to die. <laughs> That's because that, that felt like the only appropriate ending to me. Right. Like if we're ending it for real, it should have been Lori and Mike Myers both dying. Well, I thought it was going to be a sacrificial death where like that Lori kills Michael Myers, but she she herself gets stabbed or gets so yeah. beaten up that she ends up dying too. Yeah. And the only one left is. I thought it was going to be like a weird, like final jump scare thing where like she stabs him and thinks he's dead. And then suddenly he's not. And like he stabs her or like he like throws her in the fire yeah. with him or some shit like that. And speaking of jump scares, these were probably some of the worst jump scares like ever. They were pretty and weak. Here's the thing. I'm prone to like, I just loud noises in general. Yeah. Even if it's not a scary movie, I'd like jump out of my seat. I just am sensitive to that stuff. Yeah. And so I don't like jump scares in any movie. And I remember in the first two Halloweens, there were some really good ones. Where I was like, oh shit. Yeah. In this one, it was like nothing. Yeah. Like it was like, I kind of knew what was going to happen. And then it wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't jump scared at all. Um, But going back to the ending. Yeah. So Michael Myers gets, I mean, physically, (laughs) like, that's what I'm saying. How do you come back from that? You know, unless his like parts reassemble and whatever. You never know. And then the end is like back to the memoir thing where like Lori's like basically the last chapter, the last page of her memoir in her home. And then she walks out and then Officer Hawkins is there and he's like, oh, I brought you vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) And they had this conversation early in the movie where they talked about going to Tokyo yeah, and seeing the cherry blossoms. And seeing the cherry blossoms. And so I think the last line is like her saying, so tell me about the cherry blossoms. Yeah, and he like comes up and sits next to her. And, and in the end, and then it just cuts and then it's like Halloween ends and that's it. Yeah. And that was the end of the movie. Okay, going back to Cunningham, like, I mean, he could still come back. 
I kind of hope he does because otherwise it seems like a waste of a character. Like you spent all this time like going through his story and being like, okay, now he's evil now and he's being trained by Michael Myers and just for him to like die, it, it would seem like a waste of a movie. First of all, because you spent all this time with him and said you could have spent time with Lori and Mike Myers and Allison. Right. So I'm kind of hoping we get at least one more movie with him or something because he did a really good job. Like, yeah, he was good. Playing a little tortured I boy. I don't recognize him being in I He looks so familiar to me. Anything else. And I've looked at his IMDb and the only thing that I saw that I feel like I would recognize him in is he was in an episode of Supernatural. One of episode. But I'm like really good at like especially Supernatural people. So I'm thinking that's what it is, but he just looks so familiar that I know I've seen him in something before. The other theory that I had is that maybe Allison gets so is so tra- traumatized because literally Michael Myers killed her dad, killed her mom. Secondhand uh, killed her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, secondhand killed her boyfriend. Her grandmother his, is mentally just still traumatized and getting over it. And that's somehow they spin it to where she like, be, you know, gets revenge and rather than going the positive route in life because she's like a nurse, you know, in this movie that she somehow becomes killer nurse or something like that. Angel of death. Yeah. Some, some feel like that. As far as the trilogy goes by far the weakest one to me, um, I thought it was weaker than Halloween kills and only because like Halloween kills, at least there's a lot of killing. (laughs) Yeah, and it's very... And you're bringing back older characters, too. It has all the equations of, like, a slasher, a basic slasher movie. And you're playing with time, too, because you're going back to the 78 version, because there's, like, those flashback sequences where, like, they could have killed Michael Myers, Mm -hmm. Officer Hawkins, when he had a chance, but he didn't, and all that. And to me, this is supposed to be the apex, like, the climax. And go out, if this is going to be the last one, go out on, like, just, like, you know, hitting a thousand. But it's just like. Also, I will say they incorporated an element which is very much pandering to me in this movie with the weird like radio interludes where it's like you're listening to blah, 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 Haddonfields, blah, blah, blah. And then like a song play. And I was like, oh, that's so rad. I really like that portion of it. And then even when they show up to the actual radio station and like the DJ gets killed. Like, that was a really cool sequence to me. Yeah. But it felt out of place. Yeah, because that's how the whole movie starts. Yeah. Like, when they do the Universal logo, yeah, it's you like hear radio. the radio station. And I thought it was going to play a bigger part. Yeah. Um, But ultimately, it's just kind of like, it's kind of just it's like in a setup the for universe. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah. and when the DJ gets killed and all that. But I thought it was going to, like, be part of, like, Oh, that Lori hears something through the radio or there's like an alert or like, or maybe the climax happens at the, at the radio station because there's a part where Cunningham and, um, Allison are like on a date and they go up to the, like the antennas. He's like, Oh, these antennas remind me of like, yeah, I don't remember exactly what I said, but, um, and then it was like, that was the connection to like him killing the, the, the DJ, um, so what what do you think of it as like a trilogy? I think it's really disjointed. Like I don't I don't think it works as a trilogy. Because when you look at the 2018 version, it kind of sets like a very serious tone. Like it's yes. very serious, it's very dark, which is what I would have liked for them to continue with is that kind of 
tone. Right. Because I thought it really worked, especially for like Michael Myers for the new age. You That's know? why I liked it. And then you get like Halloween Kills, which is more like an 80s slasher movie. And then you get the weird mob mentality and like the weird evil dies tonight. Speaking of, did you see there's a shot where there's like someone, I don't know if it's Corey, riding his bike through like the town. And there's a graffiti in like a basin that says love lives today. Did you see that? Which, by the way, is in Halloween Kills. Is it? When they're at the at the bar with a- Anthony Michael Hall, there's like a fundraiser. Like, you know how like you put change in like for yeah. like certain uh, health studies or oh, whatever? Yeah. There is that. And I wow. had never noticed that. So that's the, the little Easter egg. But yeah, yeah I did notice that. The and then video. with Halloween, like I said, if Halloween ends would have been Halloween Kills and then we got another movie in the same tone as the first movie I think it would have worked but because we got this weird like serious and then kind of campy and slasher and then this one's like a little serious but a little like Grease (laughs) 2 like (laughs) it didn't really it didn't really work for me maybe that was the idea that they had for the second one and they like pushed it to the third one maybe you know because it does feel like a middle chapter yeah like of a of a story like that. And I that. think it'd be a lot more successful if it was a middle chapter. Cause you'd have that like transitional movie to whatever the third movie. And it gives you been. like a cliffhanger. Like it gives you like, I can't wait to see the next one where yeah. like with Halloween ends, it's like, wow, Michael Myers is like just hiding in a sewer. That's where he's been yeah, for like a year. That's what he's been doing. Like, and really? then also like, what is the span of time? And that's another thing that bugged me. The span of time between when Allison and Corey meet versus like, you know, when Lori's telling them not to date. Cause she falls like real in love with this man. Like and really even though, fast. Like he's like possibly committed. Like even when they first like go on their date, she's just like, Oh my God. Like and I'm yeah. just like, How much time is passing that you're just like would die for this man? Like yeah. you've met him for like a week. Like right. you've only known him for a week. That was another part where I was just like, This is weird. I just thought that that whole idea too of that she was so empathetic to someone that like with her past of her family of murder. Right. To just be like, you know, oh, I feel bad for this kid that may or may have not killed this kid. Because at that point, like she doesn't have any inside information. She yeah. just like based it off like what she probably saw, like, you know, in the news or whatever. Before we wrap up uh, our review of uh, Halloween Ends, I just wanted to go over uh, the budget because I I find it a little bit interesting because you told me before we started recording that David Gordon Green is going to do a new Exorcist trilogy, right? Right. And I figured I was like, well, how successful financially? Because obviously it's made by Universal, a big studio, and all they really care about is making money as much money as possible. The budget to the original, the 2018 uh, Halloween was 10 mil, $10 million. The U.S. had made $160 million and worldwide had made $255 million. So the budget wasn't very big on the first one. So it, it made a decent profit. And then you add maybe another 10 to 20, 30 million for, for uh, marketing. It still made its money back. And then with Halloween Kills, they doubled the budget. So it was 20 million. And North America made 92 million which is, you know, considerably less than yeah. the first one. And worldwide, it made $131 million. 
And that's usually the narrative with sequels is that you get diminishing returns with the more and more you release stuff. So it begs the question was, is, is the exorcist universal property? They had it at Horror Nights. So yeah, it's gotta be. I thought it was Warner Brothers. That's what I thought. Because I remember the trailer when they re-released it and it was the WB and it was black and white. So yeah, it looks like it was Warner Brothers, but maybe there was like a swap of hands or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's going to be interesting because now there's like three more movies of an old franchise that they're going to reboot or do if whatever. If he does it like 2018 Halloween, then I'll be happy. <laughs> So what are your final thoughts with Halloween ends and in this iteration of of Halloween in general? I mean, I think people are going to watch it. Doesn't matter. People love horror movies and it's definitely going to be divisive. I'm curious to see the discourse of like real hardcore Michael Myers fans. Like I'm curious to see what they're going to say. If I'm wrong, then I'm going to be surprised. But I feel like they're going to be like, well, Michael Myers wouldn't do that. Like, he wouldn't have some like kid be his like second. He would just kill the kid. Like, which is what I was thinking. I'm not even like a Michael Myers purist or anything. Like I like Halloween, but it's not like one of my favorites. So I'm, I'm just curious to see what people are going to say. And there's probably, well, it's 1230. There should be some first reactions on Twitter already as a whole. I don't think it worked. I think they work fine as separate movies. Even though they have the same characters, they're very different the way they even like begin. Yeah. You know, and especially this last one where it starts off with like a setup of like, I mean, like I said, if that was the original idea of like that they were going to go with a new Michael Myers, I could see the setup, but then it doesn't follow through and then he ends up dying anyway. So, you know, why, why start off that way? I love the first one. Second one was not that great and then the third one was not even that great either (laughs) and so and i think overall like the response has been kind of that way i mean i'm sure the diehards are gonna love it uh regardless but i feel like even some diehards after halloween kills weren't really that enthused about it um but yeah it's just it's very kind of wonky it doesn't gel between the three movies um, it doesn't know what it wants to be, in my opinion. Like we talked about how the original one is kind of more based in reality. Yeah. And I was genuinely. I think that's what makes it scarier. Yeah. And that's what, that's what frightens me yeah. that it's like could potentially happen in reality. Um, but then like the second one is more slasher and more borderline supernatural. And it's very kind of bipolar in that way of like, what is, what is it trying to be? Is it going to be, you can't do both, you know? Yeah. Um, especially with that exposition that we talked about. And then this last one is like, okay, is it going to continue on? Like, is that what it would take to kill Michael Myers finally? You know, is it Lori like doing what she did and, and then grinding him up and all that? Um, but yeah, I, it's just very, and then it's supposed to undo all the sequels, right? Yeah. So it goes directly from 78 to 18. Cause there's a lot of even dialogue where they like talk shit on like, they're like, Oh yeah, just ignore that. Or yeah. Like, you know, like I didn't, they mention in like the 2018 one, how like Lori was his sister or something like yeah, that. And she yeah. just goes, Wah, or like something like that. Yeah. Or like, just ignore that. Or yeah, like you got yeah. the story wrong. Yeah. But yeah, you know, 
it's fun, you know, if, if, if you're ignored some of the things that we say, it's like, a, you know, it's a Halloween movie. It's can be scary at times. Yeah. And, and that was the thing too, where I was like, yeah, it's fun, but I want to see like Michael Myers killing people. I don't want to see like this dude dressed as Michael Myers killing like people. Wannabe. Like people want to see Michael Myers killing people. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's kind of where it fell flat for me is I was just like, well, we're not getting much of Michael Myers, even though this is the last Yeah, especially movie. this is his send off. Yeah. You know, I would just fill it with just Michael Myers killing just like people. like killing and, everyone. Yeah. Know, and then this ultimate battle with him and Laurie and, and then that's it. Yeah. You know, but anyways, so that's our uh, Halloween ends review. We hope you enjoyed it. And again, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe, comment, even if you completely disagree with us, which if I remember for the Halloween kills, there were a few comments that uh, people weren't too thrilled with our, our take on it. Um, but again, any engagement helps. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at ComeMoviePod, where we show updates. We posted our experience at Beyond Fest this year. And uh, we'll put teasers about our upcoming podcasts. Um, and like I said, coming up, it's going to be another Beyond Fest uh, screening that we had for a movie that's going to come out in November. If you want to check out more spooky uh, reviews and commentaries and deep dives, we've done deep dives on Blair Witch Project. Uh, we've done a commentary on Malignant. We did a review again of Halloween uh, Kills. And uh, there's a bunch more podcasts that we've uh, that we put up. So we highly encourage you guys to to listen to those. Uh, again, thank you very much for listening. Cut. That's a wrap.